Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn with The Autumn Miles Show. How are you guys doing out there today? I love you so much. We love you. We're obsessed with you. We pray. I prayed for y'all this morning, you guys. Y'all had me up early praying for you. Just want you to know, uh, we, we, we all pray for you as a team um, and really, really are so grateful that you listen. Thank you to all of those people that reach out to us and say, I watch your show every single day. And those of you that know when we're not taping shows and you're like, when are you going to tape new shows? <laughs> Mama needs a break sometimes. Mama needs a break. I got four kids, y'all. Um, I, to, to say that the next three days are going to be a treat, I think would be a great understatement. Um, I have a very special guest. Um, we may call him co-host for the next few days. That Whoa. is going to join me. <laughs> Whoa, wait he's, a minute. he's already interjecting. Yes. He just can't be quiet. His name is Rick Walker. Hi, Rick. Hi, Autumn. Thank you so much for <laughs> wow, co-host. I have I have been promoted. Yeah, congratulations. This is, this is one of the best moments of my life. Let me just <laughs> I'm just breathing this in. Hold of on. your entire lifetime? Well, I mean, I wow. think so. I think wow. it is. Good co-host. job. Co-host. Wow. Co-host. He is going to co-host the show with me for the next three days because, y'all, tomorrow, 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 D-Day, um, I Am Rahab is dropping, y'all. Um, we are, thank you, Jesus, it is releasing tomorrow. And so I thought to myself, I know people want to know my heart for the book and stuff like that. We've get we've been asked it a lot. What is I am Rahab? Are you really a harlot? I've been asked that. <laughs> no, you um, haven't. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> Are you really Rahab? Oh. And I'm like, wow. no. Wow, read the book. <laughs> but anyways, um, uh, I thought to myself as we were thinking about just this week and how special this week is to me. What? How are we going to do this? Rick actually um, invited me to be on his show several years ago, and we co-hosted a show right here in DFW, and he took me under his wing and taught me everything I know, even all my bad habits. Uh, mostly the bad. <laughs> mostly. But you you have stepped up. Rick, thanks. I mean, we got frisked and security to come in here. and <laughs> There is security here. I know. Our, I know. Our, our state, we'd let homeless people in <laughs> when we did our show. <laughs> we were like, hey, you want to come be in the studio and hang out with us? And it was so fun. But, but I won't say that every once in a while, in a rare moment, we'd have a last minute cancellation and we'd yeah. show up and go, I'd go, uh, what do you want to talk about? I'm not <laughs> going to say that. been a lot of time. I, I'm not going to say what, that. What are we so. going to talk about, Rick? What are we going to talk about today? <laughs> yeah. No, but I have to tell you this. It was such a gift for him. He, how long have you been doing that show? 29 years. <laughs> Yeah, I'm only don't, 37. Don't. <laughs> when I was seven years I, old, he started, I, you guys. I knew that was coming. I knew, yeah. <laughs> He's so much older than me. Yes, I am. <laughs> Thank you. Anyways. All um, right, that's going to wrap up the show for today. We'll see you guys. 
Hey, I'm just getting started. That was funny. Anyways, he welcomed me into his show. And I've got to say, I, I have given you, uh, I just give, I just honor you, Rick, because oh, thank you. Um, it was such an honor for me to just sit with you and watch him. Y'all are going to see in the next couple of days. He's like, he's brilliant when it comes to asking questions and um, stuff like that. So when the week came, what are we going to do a week of release? I thought the one, one name popped in my head and it was Rick Walker. So Rick is actually going to interview me for the next three days about Rahab. And um, that's what we're going to do. Please get your book, y'all. I know a ton of you guys um, listen to the show. And this is this took me three years to write. So go pick one up. You can pick one up tomorrow anywhere books are sold. You can order it on Amazon. It'll get If you have Amazon Prime, it'll get here in like, you know, 36 seconds. Pretty wow. amazing. Wow. Yeah, I know. Fast. I, <laughs> <fast>. <laughs> I know. Shameless plug for Amazon there, but I do love it. Anyway, so I'm going to hand the, um, the show over to you, Rick Walker. Autumn, thank you so much. It is such an honor to be here. And uh, all right. So this is awesome. We're just going to turn the tables here. I'll, I'll kind of lead a discussion. But I kind of feel awkward a little bit. Do you feel, well, just. It's weird. Well, because it's your show. It's like <laughs> me coming into your house and going, hey, make yourself at home. Can I get you anything? Are you. <laughs> But I love it. I can, okay. I can, we can do it. We can do it. It's well, going to be good. No, this is good. And, uh, but for, I may have some random questions that I'm going to throw out. Like the zombie apocalypse. Just, well, oh, have you done that on this show yet? <laughs> no. That's your thing, Rick. That's your oh, okay. thing. Okay. We, I'm, I, honestly, I forgot about that. How could you forget? I, you guys, when we did a show together, oh every, every guest that we had at the end of the show, he'd be yeah. like, I have one really important question for you. What weapon would you choose in the zombie apocalypse? That's right. And, and it was funny because we had some pretty big national guests sometimes, mm-hmm. and, and they were just, they would be taken aback a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they're, but, oh, they're wanting to go all deep and theological. Okay, I'm writing that down. I'm writing that down. Wait, so. you want? are you going to ask me that? Yeah. Oh, you want me to ask you now? No. Okay, I'll just, we'll <laughs> hold on. No, a lot of people want to know who you are because they, they hear you, you're ministering, but a lot of times people don't know who you are. So. Uh, I've got a few random questions. What's the latest book you're reading? Um. Oh, the latest book. Oh my goodness. Besides, I am Rahab. <laughs> I am Rahab. Duh. <laughs> um. Let me think. Oh, wait. This is such a good question. Um. Because I feel like I pick up a lot of a lot of books. You're a browser. There's actually a. I well, I do. And mm. then I'm like the one that that. Well, actually, no. Sometimes I'll sit down with a book and I can read it in two hours. And then there's other times where I pick up a book and I'm like, man, I need this section of this book um, um, a, a lot right now. There is a book right now that I, I'm actually going to do some partnering with um, with the author. Um, it's called Dangerous Good. Dangerous and, Good. Yes. Oh. And um, he, Kenny Luck is his name, um, but he wrote a book about what should men's response be to the Me Too movement. Oh, interesting. And wow. so we, we actually met a couple of weeks ago and he hmm. is such a champion, um, for women and just for this cause. I've done a lot of work. All my listeners know I've done a lot of work with this in the last couple of years because of my testimony. Um, but it is so good. It's a good book for any, any man to read, of course. Sounds fascinating. But yeah. also women to read as well, because there has to be a response. There right. has to be a response. Absolutely. Well, I am Rahab. Tomorrow is the big day. I know. I it's released. 
Can you believe that? So I want to go back. Let's go back to the inspiration. Where was that aha moment where you're like, I've got to get this book, I Am Rahab? And did the title hit you first? Did it come up? Tell me about that inspiring aha moment. So I was sitting in my office, which I don't work from my office. I can't work from my office because offices are like bondage to me. I need wide open space. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm sitting in my office behind my desk, which we, which I should be working in, but I can't do. And I'm, I'm in the book of Joshua. And I, I start reading um, uh, Joshua 2, which is where Rahab is introduced to the narrative. And she's called Rahab the harlot. And immediately, and I know now it was the spirit of God, immediately I connected with her on a level. I've heard of Rahab for yeah, years and yeah. years and years. Sure. But I connected with her on a level that... Um, sort of spiritually intoxicated me. Mm-hmm. I, I needed to know everything about her. I needed to know um, everything I could glean from my study. I wanted to know about her. And so I started studying the excavations of Jericho, which there's, there's a few that, that have been done. And I was fascinated to find out um, what... I just have to jump the in. The archaeologist found out. I've never, ever heard anyone in my life say they were fascinated by Jericho archaeology. I'm so you are the first. <laughs> <laughs> I no, know. <laughs> but so, so Rahab just really resonated in your spirit. I think and it was Rahab the harlot. I thought, I am such, so messed up. So that's all. So you started studying the culture, the yes. geography, the, Where, the well, architecture. I had to know everything. You, yeah. I was hungry. I get that. Yeah. To know the history of her life, what she was doing at that present time. Mm. It wasn't enough for me just to read the narrative in Joshua. I wanted to study um, what supported that narrative. And, and honestly, we thought it was going to be a speaking tour. I love to speak. Shocking. Uh, I know. Really? Um, I would love to come to your church and speak about it. Um, but we thought it was going to be a speaking tour. And I had one of my team members in the corner and I was like, oh, my goodness, this we have got to to get out into the country and we've got to start speaking about this. And the Lord said, wait. And I remember um, it was like a weekend. We're calling all of our contacts. We're like, hey, let's do a speaking tour, you know, and they're like, "Okay, can you come? Blah, blah, blah. We actually had the speaking tour almost fully booked. And God said, mm, 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 this is no speaking tour. Mm. This is a book. Yeah. This is yeah. a right now word. And immediately God gave me the title. I am Rahab. I, I, you know, the wow. spirit of God yeah. speaks. It's like it's like a yes yeah. in your spirit. And so that's kind of how so the concept it. started. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was three years ago. All right. Well, tomorrow is the big day. Autumn Miles, the book. Finally comes out, I Am Rahab, and you can pick it up anywhere books are sold um, and autumnmiles.com. I'm sure you have information there. Yes. Are yeah. you kidding me? Is, is it still a little awkward? On, this is your show. You're and, on my website, Rick, probably wow. somewhere. <laughs> we yeah. can everything on that thing. Well, you yeah. need your own tab. Rick I do. Walker. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I Am Rahab, out tomorrow, the big day tomorrow. So I, I just want to know about the connection. And, and I have a question, too. I want to ask about your favorite part of the book. But first, yeah. the, you really connected with the story of Rahab. Mm-hmm. And then that led you to all this study and inspiration. Um, what, 
why do you connect so much? There's a lot of great characters yeah. in the Bible. Why did you connect with Rahab? Because she had a past. Um, I think, you know, looking through, and I've studied the scripture for years now. I've, I'm, I'm a student of the word of God. I'm a student of, I mean, I'm obsessed with like cross-examining scriptures and cross-referencing and their original language and commentaries. Like I got my favorite commentator. Uh, taters out there. Um, but I looked at the scripture and I looked at Mary's life, the mother of Jesus. And I thought, yeah, she was amazing. She brought us Jesus, but I, it never says in the Bible that she erred in any way Mm -hmm. that there was anything in her past. And I I looked at Esther and I love Esther. I've spoke, I preached about Esther. I I, I love Esther's story. But then again, you know, she was, she seemed to do the right thing Mm, um, in her life. And so I kind of started looking at the scripture during this time period and thought, okay, Jezebel. Yeah, I can totally see that. Um, Even Eve, you know, when Mm. she, when she gave into the temptation of Satan, I can relate to that. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. And then I found Rahab and I thought, you know what? She is a woman who was used in her sin. Yeah. Yeah. And her faith delivered her from her sin. And I thought to myself, that is, that'll preach right there, you know, because we always, I think we, we try to, um, just almost, what's the word I'm looking for? We try to, um, discount ourselves because of, the fact that we do have pasts that are riddled with sin. Yeah. We yeah. say, no, mm, I'm, I, I have to be out of God's plan because I did X, Y, Z. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've blown it and there's yeah. no hope. Yeah. 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 And I, I wanted to write a book that gave us not autumn, not autumn's opinion, mm-hmm. but a very real woman in scripture who is also listed in the hall of faith where we can, all of us who have passed, we can all relate to that. Yeah. And wasn't it David who assembled mighty men of debtors and the rejects? And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, God, God's a specialist in turning your life around. And you yeah. think, man, I've blown it. I did this. I blew it. And then, you know what? Satan wants to beat you down with condemnation. Mm-hmm. But God goes, hey, we're going to use that. Mm-hmm. And that, that's outstanding. Well, I am Rahab out tomorrow. Um, okay. Every time you say that, I like get chills. Ooh, isn't right. it crazy? Yeah, it is. This is the moment it's tomorrow. Like, I, well, I've already released. written one book, so this is like my sixth baby. Wow. Okay. <laughs> speaking of babies, I have four. All right, appointed and now Rahab. Six. All right. Random questions. Yeah. When, random. when we were when we were working in radio ministry together with our our ministry program, uh, there was a time where you had two kids, <laughs> and then literally. It's like, hey, I'm getting another kid. I'm adopting again. I'm like, oh, that's great. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know, a month later, you had another. So you had four kids in <laughs> two months or something. I think, we're, didn't so, we, like, cancel a show or something? And I, it was yeah. like, well, I had two kids, and then all of a sudden, yeah. I came back. I'm like, she guess what? Yeah. I adopted two more Yeah, kids. so... <laughs> All right, so here's the question: uh, Which one's your favorite? Which one? Um, I'm just kidding. Today? No, <laughs> no, no. Don't answer that. Do not. I am helping you. That, Thank you. That was a setup. No, but this next question is kind of like that. Oh, okay. Thanks. Um, okay, you're gonna we, set me up. Yeah. No, it's it's. What is your favorite kid in the book? You you have all these great chapters, and mm. I have to say, I read this book on my way to. I was on vacay, and I was on the plane. 
which, you know, on the plane you get nice. And I almost jumped out of my seat and one of my favorite parts, it was yeah. so inspiring. We'll, uh, we'll bring that up later. But um, if you said, this is my favorite part of the book, <sighs> I know that's hard. That's unfair. Rick, this is not fair. It's like, it's like who's your favorite kid? I know. What's and your favorite chapter or part or point? I think, honestly, um, it depends on the situation. I think, um, you know, I think that uh, the the things that I addressed in the book are things that we hear from our listeners, thousands of listeners every week um, that say to me, I'm struggling with this. Um, and so but I would I would have to say, I think one of the strongest points to my heart was um, when I was studying about Jericho and I was writing in Florida. Um, I had taken a couple of days and um, wanted, I, I go away to travel. When you have four kids, you can't think at your house. Like I have to leave my house to do anything constructive. Um, and so I'm in Florida and I'm, I, I, I just have this encounter with the Lord and he takes me to um, when Jericho was invaded. And he talks to me about the fact that um, he, God actually told Moses, if you do not defeat the nations that are assembled in Canaan fully, they will be as pricks in your eye or as mm. thorns in your side, and they will bother you for the rest of your life. Wow. He says yeah. that. Yeah. And I started thinking about this concept of, about how we are so obsessed in the Christian culture about our promised land. Mm -hmm. We want mm -hmm. our promises. God, mm -hmm. give me my promises, promises, this promises that. And we almost to a point where they're idols. Well, we worship yeah. these yeah. promises. Yeah. And I started thinking about um, my husband and I, um, you know, we we've because of my past and because of actually his past, too. There was a season where we went through marriage counseling because we just couldn't see eye to eye. And I couldn't understand why he wasn't getting my point, but he didn't have my past. Mm, right. And I couldn't understand why he wasn't getting my point, but he didn't have my uh, I didn't have his past. You know, what I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that came out right. And it, and it dawned on me what God said to Moses. He said, you have to defeat the nations before you can fully possess. Mm. And I realized in wow. our own, my own life, I had Jerichos that were set up, that mm -hmm. were fortified cities, well-supplied cities mm. um, of things that I had not conquered. Yeah. But here I'm trying to possess this amazing marriage with my with my incredible husband. He's amazing. I know he thinks I'm amazing. Why can't we fully possess the mm, promised land yeah. of a great marriage? And I realized it was because I hadn't defeated Jericho's. And so I had to do the work. Wow. I had to do the work. That, that That's that, my favorite part, I think, of this narrative. And, and that's so powerful because how many people are in that exact same situation right now they're listening and it's like, man, I just, you know, the, the marriage is suffering yeah. or there's, there's some stronghold in their life. Uh, what, what was the key? I mean, what helped you get past the point of breaking down those strongholds and, I, and becoming whole? I, well, you know, it was crazy because my husband said, you know, we both kind of collectively said we're, you know, I, some people um, make counseling as if it's like this horrible thing. But mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. how especially marriage counseling, like we're fine. Everything's OK. Really? 
You yeah. you expect yeah. to be married to someone for 50 years and never need counsel? Like that's just <laughs> yeah. pride. Yeah. That's just pride right there. Yeah. We we don't we don't operate like that. Listen, if we're having an issue where we can't work it out, um we seek counsel yeah. um yeah. from the Lord of course, but also from people that you know can help. And we were just in that season um and I I um I remember watching a video by the guy that was that was we were working with and he started talking about triggers mm-hmm. and um, he kept saying the word trigger. And I was so su- I had a super terrible attitude about watching this video. I was like, I got I, at that time I had two kids. I'm like, Ugh, I can't do this. I've got to do laundry. Like I've got so many things going on. I was working at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said the word triggers and he defined triggers as something that um, will take you to a place, maybe from your past, that's a negative or maybe even a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A smell will trigger it. A yeah. word will trigger yep. it. Um, for pregnant women, you know, pregnancy food will trigger, mm-hmm. will trigger something. And in, I sat down and immediately got my attention. And I realized that surprises is my example of a trigger. Eddie would try to surprise me with roses or with like, you know, hey, we're going out in 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, or I'm one time he tried to take me away on like a little romantic uh-huh. weekend or whatever. And I was horrified. It rubbed you the wrong way. And I a was surprise. like, what? Yeah. why are you doing this? How mm. dare you? Like you like, I'm not prepared. I don't like. And here he's been thinking, oh, this like, is going to be awesome. I'm doing this for my wife and telling his buds and I yes. can't, I'm going to surprise her. And, and he has he planned this whole yeah. thing. And I was I was so angry and it turned into this horrible weekend. And I, I was like, why? I, I, and even in myself, I'm like, he's trying to do something nice yeah, for me. Yeah. Why in the world? And am I, did I receive it like that? And when that man said triggers, it triggered mm, <laughs> in yeah, me. Why mm-hmm. I coming from an abusive background, um, domestic violence abuse is always a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. It's never a good surprise. It always takes you off guard Mm -hmm. and you're immediately thrown into this protective defensive state where you, you, you really feel like you have to sort of really protect yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I had to do the work of, of tearing down that Jericho. Listen, Mm. Eddie is not him. He's trying to help me, but this is, this is real life. This is real practical things. We're walking around, I think. With a lot of Jerichos built up from things that maybe we haven't even caused. Maybe someone's done to us mm, that's good. and we're not yeah. identifying them, defeating those Jerichos before. And we're wondering why we can't fully possess something God's given us. Well, you you address so much of this in the book and you go into some of your past and you're just real quickly. Autumn, tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow, August tomorrow. 21st. I got this book's again. available. All right, it's I Am Rahab by Autumn Miles, available anywhere books are sold. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, we've got just That's a so few minutes, just, just a couple of minutes okay. left. Okay, yeah, yeah, And hey, I appreciate you joining me on your show today. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to be here, yeah, Rick Walker. Yeah, make yourself at home. Thank you, uh, thank you. So just, just real quickly, um, tomorrow's the big day, uh, the book. Talk. We haven't even talked about like there's discussion questions in there. Yeah. There's thought. You know, there. Give me a little quick one minute synopsis of the actual book. Uh, 
All right. <laughs> it's really, well, I mean, it's really with anyone that, that is a Rahab, yeah. um, that sees that they have sinned in their past. And I talk about in the first chapter, we're all Rahabs, even you are Rahab. Uh, I am. Uh, Rick. I am Rahab. Um, <clears throat> you'll have to see how the Bible actually defines it. Um, it is for anyone that has sinned ever. Mm. And that sin has hindered them from achieving. Um, you are, you, you are absolutely chosen. And it talks about, um, her life and how Rahab sort of navigated, um, her past and, and put it together with an amazing future. Well, I can't wait tomorrow. And I I did mention, I almost jumped out of my seat on the plane when I discovered this truth in your book. Oh, should we talk about that tomorrow? And that's what I was going to say tomorrow. So, and I'm sorry, we just ran out of time, but I'm going to tell you about that aha moment for me that I was reading and it has it. to do with false titles. And, I love it. But one real quick question, very serious. Yes, yeah, serious. Your so weapon serious. of choice in a zombie apocalypse. <sighs> this is that question it, that I don't know why you ask it, but I'm going to answer it. <laughs> um, a zombie, I would probably use my husband. <laughs> yeah, he, he make he may, that beard would make a good shield. <laughs> Beard is intimidating. Yeah, it is. People are intimidated by him, and he's like the nicest person on the planet. I I love Eddie, but I see that beard. I kind of cower a little bit. (laughs) I know. I know. I love it. Oh, I didn't know he could grow a beard for like 10 years. I I cannot wait to be here tomorrow. Will you be here tomorrow? Will you be here for your show? Yes. Okay, I'll 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 join you you on my show tomorrow. Thanks for letting me be a part. (laughs) Thank you. Hey, guys, and thank you for listening. I know you enjoyed um, Rick Walker, such such a guy that I respect uh, so much. Um, So thank you so much, Rick, for being on the show. Tomorrow, we're going to dig a little bit deeper into this Rahab narrative. Go pick up the book. I am Rahab. Anywhere books are sold, of course, you can visit my website um, right there as well. We love you, love you, love you so much. We'll be back here tomorrow on The Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.